fuck yeah and stuff and shows and things welcome to the jason ellis show i'm jason ellis we're here and we're live we're not we're on things that we're not usually on and uh this is all completely new new studio same dickheads um here to do whatever it is that everybody else is doing in the podcast world hi podcast world look at us we're fucking oh we were on there in the satellite and now we're down here with you guys i heard it's great you guys are apparently you're all pumped yeah it's all kinds of people with cool shoes and pants marketing and you guys do a lot of patreon learning a lot of stuff this week a lot of information i did not know about because i was sitting on a pile of cash getting fat living large looking for hot bitches and now we're terrified starving and hungry and ready to fucking put on a show so i appreciate everybody who is here make sure you tell your friends uh you know download subscribe and all those things you're supposed to do write reviews tell everybody hey man you see the show's pretty good if you didn't like it don't tell everybody you didn't like it what keep the it fuck? to yourself yeah keep that shit to yourself <laughs> yeah so anyway Nobody likes a rat yeah, so that's <laughs> Kevin. I can see the the heat in your in your face is it's getting hot, but yeah. you got to feel pretty safe right now. Um. Oh, I, I didn't think you would notice. Yeah, yeah. No. I feel safer being near you because of this pandemic. Obviously, we're in the middle of something really bad here, and um, we're trying to be very safe. We're we're parents over here. Um, in in uh, every uh, the, even Kevin. Kevin is a parent. This might not be a, a human he being. Know it. <laughs> oh, man, that's not what I meant. I mean, he has a furry creature that he takes that he takes care of, which is a very hairy girlfriend that he recently met, and yeah. he's taking care of her. Right. Yeah. So you're safetyed up. You got the the hazmat suit on, and yeah, you must be <laughs> very secure and see. Now, a year ago, it would have felt very strange yeah. next to a man. No, it makes total sense now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So welcome to the show, Hazmat Sarah. Yeah, I don't know if, if coronavirus is, is follows podcasts, but good luck getting into this guy, coronavirus. Yeah. Yep. He is sealed and locked up, and you have no chance of infiltration. Kevin Kraft is humanity's last stand. Yeah, you are. You're, you should change your name to Warp Speed. Yeah. I mean, because you've done it. I basically got five minutes until I pass out. You've cracked the code, though. No virus. You yeah. might pass out, but passing out with no virus is what's going to happen. That's how I want to die. With no coronavirus. An un- an un- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be one of those statistics where you did not die of nope. the Rona. Yeah, you made Asphyxiation. it. Nice try. <laughs> Maybe I'll get somebody to jerk you off and then it can sound like kind of rock and rolly. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry. We'll hang you in the closet. Yeah, yeah of <laughs> I get to go out like the greats. Yeah. We'll tie you up against the wall, <laughs> take your hazmat suit off, and just make it look like you're one of those rock and roll guys that just couldn't stop jerking it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's going to be weird you when you're starting to pass out and you're jerking it and you say, couple more wanks. You know, it's like, <laughs> holy One shit. last tug. Oh, yeah, like, holy shit, man. Like, loosen the strap. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a little more. Yeah. Is there really? Like, when you know that there's no one there to to unlock it, it's kind of like I got a bench press upstairs and Catherwood told me you can put kettlebells on there so it makes it way heavier. So yeah, cool. You get a bigger, you can lift more weights. But lifting by yourself, mm-hmm. there's a certain amount of weight where you go up yeah. and you make it there and you know that if you go back down to do another one by yourself, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. You might right. make it, but you <laughs> fucking, what if you don't? That kind of tells me where I'm like, 
because I've been choked out tons of times. I've been choked when I'm having sex. If you go like, whoa, because I feel there's like a hum when I start to go out. Same with getting hit hard. There's like a whoo, and, and you, you go, oh, I'm almost unconscious. You're in the danger zone. Yeah, and then and if you're like, yeah, I'm in the danger zone, you just keep going. That just tells me right. that you wanted to die. Like, it, Right, let's imagine your, your bench press analogy. If you felt that your muscle was perhaps about to explode. But you were so committed. Yeah, you were like, fuck that, I got three more to in jack me. It, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. But what it tells you is that part living on the edge of the autoerotic asphyxiation has to be the best part. That's the pocket. Yeah. So he usually you probably surf the pocket, mm-hmm. but maybe he maybe hey look, maybe he surfed the pocket and his foot slipped and he couldn't get to the thing in time. Maybe it was just a matter of like a little had a, too many wines and the lube was on the ground and his toe slipped. And because that happens, it happens to the best of us. Um, but I have jerked off doing lube, you lubing yourself if you're jerking off a long period of time. Let's say you might have been under the influence of some cocaine. Let's say these guys might do some drugs. Have you ever done a, co- a cocaine jerk off? Because that goes for a long time. It's frustrating. I've beaten hell. my dick into a thing where I couldn't tell which was my dick or my balls. Like it was, it was just destroyed because yeah. I was on coke and I couldn't stop jerking off and I needed lube. And if you're if you are if you know about the strangulation thing and you're jerking off tons of lube, you're drunk, fucking done tons of blow, trying to stay in the pocket, and then you just slip and you can't get your hand up because if you're already almost unconscious and then you slip, doesn't I mean that could be just enough to do it, right? Where you're like, oh man, just a little bit longer, and then whoop, and you're like, oh shit, and maybe go reaching for it, and it's because once the blood goes off to the brain, doesn't matter how much of an emergency you think it is you right. just stop working your body stops working for you well in the scenario you're describing you're also shit hammered on wine and cocaine so your problem solving skills aren't at their elitist exactly level right and i could be wrong but i always felt like jerking off to the point where i could be dangling from a rope dead is a kind of cocaine red wine situation you know like i feel like uh lunchtime i've had some cereal or something and uh, i've just finished working out I'm going to go in the closet and dangle and jerk off. No, that it's more of a... No, this is a Saturday night jerk this off. Is, this is like I've already gone out all night. I might have like, I'm sick of my wife. I'm sick of like what's going on in my life. I drank with all these fucking idiots and they're annoying. You know what? I'm going back. I got some killer cocaine. I just said killer cocaine. Because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he would talk like that. Hutchins? Yeah. Probably. Gonna just <laughs> killer probably cocaine. probably the working title of like seven in excess songs. <laughs> Killer cocaine. <laughs> All right, suicide blonde. Killer Fine. cocaine. Yeah, so then you're just, you've been drinking all day, all night. You do the blow to even it up. You're drinking the wine to even out the blow. You're not thinking, right? Like you said. Yeah. And then right. the lube slips. Because I was trying to, um, <laughs> you can take it off, dude. Okay. You've done. Oh, thank God. You've done a great job. <laughs> I could oh, just, where's my headset? I can just see his tiny little eyeballs. No, I know. Looking furtively oh. around the room, it does room look and I saw I saw a hint of distress. Oh, thank Christ! Yeah, right. Wow. Okay, but the Karen, show just got way less cooler. Just so I, I forget about. We dropped a lot of a yeah. lot of new podcast fans were like, mm. <laughs> "Yeah, excuse me I as like, I transition <laughs> transition to my different character, like, uh, questionable gym coach." Yeah, like people that like Brendan Sharp's sneakers and stuff just stopped listening to this podcast. I like that show better when they had the hazmat guy on. <laughs> Listen in the early days, the first fifteen minutes. I forget exactly how Hutchins died, but when David Carradine died, wasn't he in Thailand? And I thought I remember hearing that a small 
squad of prostitutes were like running out the door. Like I think he had elaborate, elaborate sex Olympics going on. Wait, he had a bunch of prostitutes with him while he was strangling himself. <laughs> they just let him go. How could one of them not undo it? That makes no maybe sense at all. Well, maybe they tried, and then when it didn't work, they were like, "Get out while the getting's good." You don't want to go down for this. Wait, oh, yeah. he had a f- orgy while strangulating himself. <laughs> I could be ha- wrong. Yeah, you about are absolutely all of this. This doesn't. This cannot. You don't hire a bunch of people and then jerk yourself off. Right? Unless that's your thing. Pretty powerful. To hire like several prostitutes and say, all of you, gather around, no touching. Feast your eyes on me strangulating myself. And then he dies. Maybe that was his don't... fetish. Like he just wants to die in front of a parade of tiger. But when hookers. he went limp, you wouldn't just take him off the rope? Hmm. Let's see. Um, his ex-wife believes that he was actually murdered. Is that the same thing with Carradine? Because they thought he got taken out. That's right. talking about about Carradine. Yeah. Michael Hutchins, I think, was just a regular old, like, yeah, baby, I'm going back to the Four Seasons and I'm going to get that, get my trusty silk rope around my neck and have a Saturday night wank. Yeah. That's who I'm talking about. I've got, I don't even know Carradine. I've got, yeah, I'm a strain. I'm telling you, the NXS guy slipped on his lube, blowed out on a bunch of red wine. So, yeah, his wife believes it was a malicious act. She said he had a tendency to wear flashy accessories and to not hide his cash. This could have enticed someone to kill him to steal some of his belongings. I thought I had heard at the time, maybe it was just a joke, that there were that there were prostitutes involved, but maybe somebody wanted the former Kung Fu star dead, and so they planted an elite Thai assassin as a prostitute, and this was the perfect crime he Brings her back to his. Are you hotel seeing anything around? about the prostitute being around? Nope, nope. Because nope. I'm. It's just so hard to strangle yourself to death with a friend, because all of a sudden it becomes you were with a murderer. You know, because I've, I've. Mm. Okay. People I know have had sex with people and choked them until they're out. Yeah. And as soon as you let go, they wake up. Right. Which means when you go limp. If you keep him on the noose, mm-hmm. you're a murderer. Yeah, okay. Because everybody just... knows that. Even with wine and cocaine, you know that, oh, shit, he or she is no longer moving and they're on the rope. Yeah. You sh- you got to get that off. That sh- They're going to die. Everybody knows that, even when they're high. Mm-hmm. Non-moving people hanging from nooses is bad. Yeah, I get that. But haven't people ever gone really, really hard and far on cocaine to where you're like, hey, buddy, I think you might want to cool it, and then buddy yeah. doesn't cool it, and then buddy kills himself? So let's imagine a scenario where maybe Derek, David Carradine, beneath it all, was faithful to his wife and would not actually consort with prostitutes. What he would do is bring him back to his room so they could do whatever to themselves on the bed while he was there in the closet. And she's like, okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not comfortable with this anymore. You're actually making me nervous. He's like, keep going, keep going. And he's like nodding off a little bit, coming back to it. She's like, Dude, this is really sketchy. And he's like, I'm fucking David Carradine. I'll tell you when I'm done choking myself I, out while I masturbate. And I, next thing she knows, she looks up and he's dead. And she's not going to fucking wait for the police. That is I'm making the, all this up. That, yeah, because that's the most ridiculous scenario <laughs> ever. That, that his wife's okay with him getting prostitutes to watch him jerk himself off while he's being strangled. But you don't let her touch him. That's where I draw the line. I don't know if that's going to work out. I might have made that up. Anyway, um, we do have to get into it because I talked a little bit on Awesome World podcast, and you know, Tully's got his show and Kevin's got his show, but we're all here now, and mm-hmm. we are finally face to face talking about how we had a job that we thought was going to be forever. I did it anyway. 
and uh, we don't have it anymore. We don't have any of it. Right for right before Christmas, we have been let go. With uh, I think Telly said something about how he had a feeling that that might happen, where I did not. So I definitely knew it was a possibility. Like uh, so, we had had a series of you and I, Jason. Um, longer term contracts and it wasn't unprecedented for our contract to come up and somebody to go oh shit yeah we got to figure that out don't we and then to have a sign a little extension and go from there and this time we had a slightly longer extension and it wasn't so much that i had a sense that like the show was in trouble it was more that i was obviously aware of what's going on in the world and even before the extension thing happened and i think that was <laughs> july i was just like who knows where the world is going to happen. And that's why for people say, you know, we lost our job right before Christmas and right before Thanksgiving. That's obviously true, but it wasn't, the contract didn't get extended and that's when the contract was up. It wasn't like we just, they called us one day and they're like, happy Thanksgiving. You're fucking fired. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get fired with time left on our contract. They opted to not renew the contract. And yeah, I, I guess I always kind of hope for the best plan for the worst. I, I, I can honestly say every time we've signed a contract, there was a part of me that was like, this could be the end. And this year just I've always thought that because my yeah. uh, before podcasting, my bag, my bargaining ploy was if you don't, I'll quit. Right. That was all I had. Yeah. For several contracts where mm -hmm. I had to say to myself, this is what you're going to do if they don't do it. Mm -hmm. And then I had to and I had to live with what's it like when you don't do that? Because to me back then, that was you're done. You're not. The people, the argument was, you're not gonna get a show on FM. They won't put on you FM on. radio, right? Yeah, that's that's. You're I think that's too fair to, crazy. Mm -hmm. And there was no podcasting. wasn't like a done deal career thing. Like if I said, even three years ago, if I said, yeah, I'm just gonna go to podcasting, they would be like, wow, good luck, good luck. And when I and now when I pay attention to it, because to me, I've always, you know, when I try to get YouTube videos, and I've always had like web people try to film the show. Because I was trying to do this thing that I can tell all the bigger shows are doing, and um, and I could tell that if you didn't do it, you're going to get left out. And I watched social media leave us out. Like I, in the last couple of years, I noticed that we're not in the cool group anymore, and they all kind of seem like they're doing something that I started before them. And I'm like, man, I, we're, I'm friends with all these guys. Why are we not in it? I'm like, it's because we don't have a package that kind of seems like we're up to speed. They don't have videos. They don't have edited videos that go for 40 seconds explaining the show or explaining us, showing us up close, like doing the job. It seemed like by the time that happened, we we're in a pandemic. So, yeah, they did get the video team they and all did. that. And, you know, look, it's it's in serious. Good guys. Serious too. XM's defense. You know, when you have a podcast and that's your entire life, you spend all your life promoting that building your team. Serious is obviously the way it's built. They're trying to shepherd 200 shows at the same time and nobody's going to get that individual love you know right but, but yeah, i felt it was like a difference for sure <laughs> there was a time there where the show was doing really good and we there was more people interrupt in, interfering than helping for sure it was you know, i mean there was there was people working around the clock to sort of stop it not maliciously because uh, at some time at some points i thought it was because it was that bad that i thought the only reason you would say that is because you actually want the show to suck <laughs> Because there was some decisions where I'm like, wait, why, why are you doing that? Why would you charge people more and not... Why, how do you not tell me? How do you get to do that without asking me? Just everybody has to pay an extra seven bucks 
a month because we moved to another channel and there's no conversation still to this day no one's ever talked to me about that that's just a thing that apparently people that subscribed you got it wrong you didn't get charged extra so i'm in the middle of talking to them about getting my archives back Mm -hmm. because to me after thinking about it for a week and those guys calling me at one point they were going to offer me a podcast deal that has disappeared they don't they haven't reached out they haven't called so i called my old boss and said um you know i don't don't really even i'm not even really interested in it to be honest but i do you know i know that you guys aren't going to use my archives so if you're not going to use them and and you because i was told that you know there was a financial problem here they can't afford to pay people like me and they know that if they tried to give me a pay cut i wouldn't take it anyway so that's what i got told so if i'm like well if there's no if i didn't do anything bad and you're 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 sad to let me go then just give me my archives right no harm no foul right like what if you're not going to use it what would be the big deal so to me that's the you know the people like oh man christmas and no severance pay like it's like yeah yeah yeah. it's a i don't i have no time to cry i only have time to win that's all like i don't give a shit great the big wham big boohoo um but i want to know it's principle if you give me those then i know you know like i I know what i think i know which is everybody there most people there enjoyed the show knew that we were working very hard to do that and we had a huge presence at sirius xm definitely worth keeping there uh and uh sucks to see you go i really hope for good things in the future i really believe that most of the people there think that for us Mm -hmm. and if they don't give me that then i will know that somebody there is like nah fuck that dude like fuck him because that's all that is there's no other unless you call me and go look we're actually gonna use this and it's gonna be something and the corporate and the legalities and i'll be like oh okay like it's a big nightmare but if you can't tell me that and you're just like yeah no we don't we don't give it then then i'm not gonna spend my time trying to fuck you over but fuck you you know like fuck you for the rest of days because it's just, you know, you know, you know, you feel bad. Do you? How bad do you feel? Just give me my archives. Let everybody, all the work we've done, blood, sweat, and tears, let everybody enjoy it. Don't set fire to it if I didn't do anything wrong and you feel bad about it. So that's my, that's where I stand on Sirius XM. And I keep asking my ass them this morning what's going on with it because I, uh, that's my other thing. I don't want, if you want to do it for a month, fuck you too. It's a, it's a fucking simple question. Can you give it to me or can you not give it to me? don't need the archives delivered to me today but a decision could be in five days by the end of the week if you don't answer me then i know what i know what it means it'd be nice to get them just because it would be nice to know that they exist somewhere all the people that wanted to see you know like little things that happened through the years and you could go back and look at it not to mention that it might like we could put it on something where we could make some money from it it's just weird to me more no than harm, anything. No fail. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't even thought about that angle of it. It just would be very, very depressing to me that there's so many good moments, so many good moments that nobody can remember all of them that I don't think that they would delete them. But the fact that if we're not, we obviously care more about them than most people who are still at SiriusXM. That's natural. The thing, the to just to keep them alive. Just keep thinking about people that really care about the show. Mm-hmm. They really want to see those. They really want to hear those. I'm sorry. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And you're just depriving them. And those guys gave you millions of dollars. You know, they've subscribed for years and years and years. 
It all adds, it all adds up to just. I really believe it's going to happen, because I, I like I said, I really believe that my bosses are like, man, sucks, man, sucks. This pandemic has hit us in a way where we can't give everybody what they want, so we can keep the the dream alive. But I am very excited about this situation because, uh, you know, I I I'm a firm believer that your team is 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 important and. When I got put on Faction Talk, I was a part of a team that I didn't want to be a part of. And I don't think half the team even really cares about being on a team or being successful in radio. I think one of them doesn't care. And good for them that they don't have to care because they're older and they've done it or something. But to me, I wanted to be on the cutting edge of what's new and what's good. And I felt like I was always being slowed down by that whole thing. Time slot, time change. Like, what the fuck, man? It's called Faction Talk. Give me the fucking number one time slot. Or not right now. Like, dude, I'm done with all you guys. So I'm very happy to be here because we'll be on when we want to be on. There's nobody shifting us around. Nobody's going to be like, oh, can you take the sword down? It's scaring me. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck off. This is my shit. And we're going to do it our way. We're going to do... This is nobody, no one's going to tell me after this show that it'd be better if I did this, this, and this. Or I mean, if it's those two, then it's different. I'd, be like, I'd probably be like, yeah, I agree. Can you take the sword down? It's scaring me. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> shove that up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> do we have one? I don't have any no. swords yet. Right. We have weapons, though, that we're going to be using later on in the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did, okay, what are the, you know, my dick, shra- uh, it, it sits smaller. Maybe not now. It seemed to come back in the last day or two. But it definitely has sit. It sits smaller. Like I've noticed that sometimes I'll go to take a piss and I'm like, that's not, that's not you. Whose penis is this? It's not, it's, it's not that, I mean, it's not that cold either. So you got to <laughs> add all the things that you could try to have as an excuse. But one evening, I, I'll do it. I don't care. One particular evening for the first time in my life, uh, I had sex and I was like, nah, no, nah, I'm not. That's not how I'm going to be. That's not my penis. And I no longer wish to be involved in this. Wait, because of the flaccid presentation? Yeah. or It was affecting your erection as well. It was affecting my erection. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was one night. That's not And cool. I got really, really angry and Katie tried to, you know, she's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, I'm I love not, your little boner. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That is not cool. Nobody ever. Look at that little fighter. Don't He's ever. hanging in there. Don't ever tell me that. He's down, but never out. Do not ever <laughs> tell me that. Ever. It's so heartbreaking. So, you know, I knew it. I knew what it was. I knew it was all connected to. Mojo. Your mojo. Taking your manhood taken everything away from you that you that you worked hard to to have so i think the difference is there was at least two or three days of shock and knowing that for at least two years i've thought you know i was talking to my therapist about it i talked to katie about it and i'm like i can feel it something bad's happening you know i can tell the show just the energy it's it's lacking things are are dropping off and then from being fired and all these people reaching out to me on social media. And then of course my friends that had my phone number and all their opinions, you know, at first there's a few people that said some stuff where you'd be better off. And I was like, I guess that's the thing you tell a guy when he gets fired, right? You, you tell him, don't give up. It'll turn around. Like for me, it turned around, blah, 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 blah. But, um, you know, we're, it's just thousands of people and 
the excitement around Jason L's show being free in the podcast world. So I just keep getting messages from people about how they couldn't afford $18 a month and and uh, channel change kind of fucked me and your time slot switching thing kind of fucked me. So I just sort of dropped off. So it seems like all those things that I argued for and were, you know, and was hurt, um, you know, uh, f- physically and emotionally, those things burned me. Like I, you know, I had a vision and I had a conversation with the CEO of the company about that vision and at one point, face-to-face, we had a confirmation on going somewhere that it didn't go at all. I felt like as soon as I walked out of that room, he gave that to somebody else and that person had another vision and it didn't involve uh, my opinion at all. And I just sort of got played into gutting the studio and having everybody else in and being on a channel with everybody that I said I didn't want to be on a channel with. And, it, and I was right. People stopped listening. So now we're not with any of those people. We're not charging you that money. And we're allowed to do everything we want to do except, you know, corporate stuff where, you know, I can't like play Michael Jackson and shit. Not that I wanted to, but you know what I'm saying. There's certain things that we can't do, but we're already, we're so new to this that we're figuring out that there is ways to do that. You can put these other things on different mediums it's just us learning all these different uh, facets of the podcast world, you know, the Patreons, and you could put some stuff on Twitter and fucking Vimeo, and I'm like, oh my god, there is so many different things to learn. My wife is in the fucking other room right now, operating the cameras and learning how to uh, connect the Zoom guest when they come on. So this is a, everybody's in, everybody's trying to make this thing work out, but I think because everybody that is here is only a hundred percent dedicated to this show and invested in this show. And this is why I'm not shitting on serious. It's just the corporate way. There's so many people involved and there's so many people trying to get their one little thing in there so that they can validate their paycheck. And it, it usually kind of in the end, they don't care about the show. They don't care what happens to us. And I understand that. I don't fucking care about you. I don't even know who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like, I, like Steve Bladder called me. Nice guy, man. He helped me a lot. If Steve Bladder gets fired from Sirius XM tomorrow, I ain't calling him. You know? He doesn't want to even hear from me. He called me. He was like, man, it sucks. Did a lot of work. I can't believe they did that. I'm like, thanks, Steve. I really appreciate you. You're not my... You know what I mean? We're not... It's just, there was also several times where you fucking slowed it down. You know, everybody had their little thing where they're like, you know, it'd be really good if you did. I'm like, man, do you know how gnarly it is to have like, uh, you know, 15 years of bosses and every time the person fills that spot, they call me and tell me the same fucking story. Like that means that your boss told you that when you get in charge of these channels, you call the talent and you tell them this story. Like, and the only reason I figured that out is because I've had five bosses and they fucking say the same thing on their first phone call like recommending that I do this one thing, you know, interacting with the movie reviews. Very good idea. Every boss has told me to do that. Interacting with movie reviews? Doing movie reviews and inter- like because of the uh, interacting with the fans. Oh. That would be a good idea. And to name the... Ge- that was the other one that used to burn me. Name your co-hosts because it's too many people and, and they don't know who you are. And, I'm and like, more clown noises, yeah, see? I'm, I'm yeah. Like a, 
Kevin Croft, what do you think of today? Like, I'm, uh, I was oh, like, like I'm say, not... the, say the name every time. Yeah, yeah right, right. Remember at one point I made intros for everybody? Yeah. That's because those dudes kept harassing me to make you guys make your name more prevalent every time I had, a, I had to bring you up. Also recommended not to talk to you. Hmm. Because it was confusing the listener. But we're talking at least four people told me this story where I'm like, man, what is it with you guys and your... Uh, your name, it almost seems like this is not your opinion. It's like somebody told you this is a thing you tell shows. When you're a channel manager, you go, you know, you guys should probably, I notice you have three people. It's a little confusing. You tell the main talent guy to name those guys. Like, I think he goes down the list of the people he's in charge of telling them the same story, which is <clears throat> kind of helpful if you just showed up. But it just seemed like everybody goes through the motions there. And everyone's just more worried about being fired than being the standout worker. Because it, it, I could tell it's safer to do that. If you're like not on the radar, but you're doing your job and you don't get in trouble, you're probably there forever. Maybe not so much these days. I think everybody's sweating bullets after we got ace because it's the pandemic, man. That's why, you know, pandemic didn't happen. Guess what? Jim and Sam signed a contract before the pandemic. If my contract was before him... This could be the other way around. So however long, how many years theirs is, you know? Who knows? No, you're right. You don't yeah, know, but right. I've... Yeah. I The way... The way now be, that I'm a part yeah. of the podcast world and I understand that you can listen to it in your car as well whenever mm -hmm. you want to, and I'm old school and I knew satellite radio because I work for them, and I'm like, man, it's very simple. You put it in your car. It's a subscription. Very, very simple. Turn it on. Everybody knows how to do it because it's like a radio, like the old radio. So the right. new people do downloading. There's still got a lot of people reaching out to me saying, hey, podcasting, how does that work? How do I get to listen to you? And I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. you're reaching out to me on a smartphone. Like it, ha it has it. There's an app. Touch it and say, give me Jason Ellis on a podcast. And they, they haven't figured that out yet. So there's a lot of new people, but there's, there's a lot of people that haven't figured it out, but nowhere near as many people that have figured it out and think that serious makes no sense whatsoever would never know or call a company to turn the subscription on like that just sounds old school to the new people so i think i can tell canada's back i remember there was the oil mine thing where you guys got fucked over and you lost a lot of jobs we lost a lot of subscribers because you couldn't afford it anymore everyone's looking forward to this free thing so we're going to be on there and then the patreon deal um, it ain't going to be fucking $18. I can tell you that right now. Right. So the plan is to do podcasts and then additional Patreon shows on top of that. Yeah. Not just and I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, people are really worried. They want, they really want us five days a week. I know there's a certain demographic that listen to the Jason Ellis show five days a week. You had it in your office at work or you had it in the drive at home or whatever it was. And you want that back. I am completely prepared to do five days a week if it is a job that pays us if 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 we have to do other shows to add up the 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 money to survive and i can't do five shows a week then i can't do five shows a week but if it works out you know i know i'm doing a show with tony hawk it's once a week if i do this show it's a fucking it doesn't go anywhere near as long as it used to go i could totally drive down and still do it so it's still to me I know every, I'm trying to keep everybody happy, but you know these guys have fucking lives. They have things to do. 
So basically, it's like if everyone's like, fuck that, Ellis, we'll give you all the money on the Jason Ellis show Patreon. And we're all, you know, you want us here for a, a live show, a, a one hour show or whatever it is, Monday to Friday. It's it's as simple as we're paying you so much money, you're, you have to do it. Right. I'm like, good, if that's making everybody happy. That's what I want to do. I, you know, we're, we're very used to it, obviously. We've done it our whole lives. So you know, the one show right now is ridiculous to me. So we do have juice for Patreons. I know some people are like, man, Patreon, that's not free. I'm like, man, I fucking, I don't know. Yeah, I can't legally, that's why this is, I can't legally do five more of these, four more of these a week. The podcast company that I'm working with that's promoting us, does it, they said, that, you know what, for them, if everybody uh, writes a review on this show saying, love it, my only beef is there's not five of them a week, and it's a fucking, it's a hundred thousand download. Everybody wants five days a week. Those guys were a five days a week. We're done. So it's entirely up to you. That's a hundred thousand percent up to the listener. And unless, unless I was like, fuck you guys, we're not working enough. We need to be on five days a week, which I'm not. I'm not. I don't have it. I only want to do what everybody, I want to make everybody happy. Yeah. We're That's in, what I want to do. We're in a whole new world and we're ready to go and we're just, I mean, we obviously need to figure out our livelihoods and we also need to figure out the content that we can give people. And yeah, we're up for whatever, whatever makes sense for everybody and whatever works for us, we'll be doing. Right. And if you do know how to download, I'm assuming now that you're listening to this, there is, you know, Kevin Kraft has shows. He has a Patreon. Tully has a podcast and a Patreon. I have a podcast and a Patreon. And then the Jason Ellis show has the Jason Ellis show and a Jason Ellis show Patreon. So if there's two shows on Patreon and then this one and then Tony Hawk one and Tully's one and Kevin's one and then my solo one, that's more than five shows a week. So all you need is a smartphone and you're doing, you're, you're hearing us again. We're back. And if you want to call within a week from now, we'll have a number and you can call and you can talk to me. And then it'll go out later on. What's the difference? You know, you'll hear, we'll take the calls. There's ways to get around this. There's ways to, in, later on when we get all this sorted out, there'll be, you could do videos. Send a video. We'll play the video of you talking to us and then we'll answer your question. You know, yeah. it's going to be better. I definitely choose to look on the bright side of this. It, time was if you had a radio show or a TV show or whatever that you liked and it just didn't work out for them to continue with whoever was distributing them, it was just gone. And you go, oh, what whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> I used to really like his shit. And I don't know if we're going to be able to replace what we were doing to the exact same extent in the exact same way. I think there's a good chance that we could. I think there's a great chance, like you're saying, Jason, it could be even better. But the way that I've been looking at this the whole time, you know, I did a little solo podcast the first day that we were supposed to go back to work because I was like, I feel like going back to work today. And it felt really, really good. If your TV show gets canceled, can you just fucking show up at some on some set somewhere and be like, "Somebody say action." I don't want right? to be. I don't want to be done yet. It doesn't work that way. So I'm just excited that we're we're still in the game and part and parcel with that in this whole new world. If when that TV show got canceled that you loved as a kid, 
I remember I wanted to play along to Bill Cosby had a TV show, Picture Pages, and you had to get a little toy to really enjoy Picture Pages. And we begged my mom, and she finally got it. It was like a fucking ruler with a face or something. And we begged her, and she finally bought it for us. And this is in the days when you'd order something, and it would take like nine weeks to get delivered for no fucking reason. And I fucking got it, and we turned on the TV that day, canceled. and goddamn Picture Pages was canceled. Fuck. <laughs> and I never got to use the dumb ruler with a face. This yeah. is before we do about never, Bill Cosby. You never, never, never would have figured out that that whole thing was a scam and it doesn't work on the TV. <laughs> TV at all? No, I never had a chance to figure that yeah. out. But nowadays, I never got to fucking write to Bill Cosby <laughs> or the fucking ruler face guy on Instagram. And instead, we've all heard each of us from thousands of people who who are you know have reached out to us and have said wonderful things. And the show of support, I know I speak for all of us, has been like totally overwhelming, ten yeah. times what I would have expected. Yeah. And we can now take that because we're in touch with those people and start delivering them new stuff. And I'm just really excited that we don't have to be done until we decide we're done. Or until people decide we're done, really. Yeah, I'm excited. i got pants on and everything. That's how excited I am. I Not think it's going to be great. No, good for you. No, I'm um, Donald Ducking it over here. I'm trying to think if there's something else that I need to discuss when it comes to being fired. I don't think it really matters anymore. You know, like it did happen. It's not that big of a deal because... We built, I built a studio. Nice one. And we're up and running and we've never had cameras that has the board. Like we're playing the board. All hail the king of the West. And you can see it. You can see it and you can hear it. Yeah, this is amazing. How Real quick, how did this all come together? Uh, this is, this is the freaky world that I live in. So somebody reached out to me, the, the, the thousands of messages that I, that I respond to, somebody reaches out to me, Kevin Undergaro. I don't know who Kevin Undergaro is. He's just like, I'm Kevin and I work with, uh, you know, I got after buzz TV and, uh, married to Melissa Maria, Maria Menounos. Yeah, I get him wrong. I'm like, wait, I know that lady. She's a famous lady. Yeah. 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 I'm like, wait, why is this guy with a famous wife? reaching out to me and he's like, you know, I really want to help you. This is, you know, I've seen people in your position. It's fucked up that they've done that. I'd love to help you get back on your feet. And I saw, so I was like, yeah, I'll talk to this guy. Cause I'll talk to anybody, man. I'm sure I'm at this point. I reached out to pink, got the wrong number. And the person, cause she's changed her phone. The person was like, Oh, I love your show. I'm so sorry. You got fired. This is not pink's <laughs> number anymore. <laughs> Oh and god. I was like, "Oh my god, man. That's so fucking weird." Right? So this random person knows the show and knows I got fired and knows that she has Pink's number. And I go, "Thank you." So then I call Carrie, and then Carrie has to give me his wife's number cuz he's like Ugh. he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I thought I was hoping maybe he could just do it for me." <laughs> sure. And I'm like, "God damn it, cuz I hate talking to Alicia when it comes to asking her for stuff. She's Pink, and everybody fucking wants shit from her. And I don't I prided myself on knowing her for the last 15 years and not asking last time i asked her for shit was 15 years ago when she came on the jason l show and punched me in the face <laughs> and that and that was intimidating asking her that so it, now the only difference is i'm intimidated but i am not ashamed i do not this is everything to me everything it's make or break man like i'm not i'm gonna be intimidated to ask pink to come on the show when it could my whole livelihood depends on it. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. Dax is getting a call in a week from now. I don't. I'm asking everybody. I don't. You can. What are you gonna do? Say no. Which is also gonna hurt me because I'll be like, what? Really? No. I'm gonna do. Am I gonna give you a bad interview? I mean, I get it. Brad Pitt 
It's better. I would book him too. But if you don't have him this week, you know, put me on the bum list. Have bum fucking Alice on there. But have I done Bindi or Cher or anything on this yet? No. Because I've always wanted... I noticed because now I can see myself on the screen. Mm-hmm. I've never seen me as Bindi. Oh, you must. It's weird. It's a sheer delight. So Bindi Irwin, of course, the famed daughter of the even more famed and deceased Australian wildlife expert Steve Irwin. Dad, yeah. we call we call him Dad. He's me Dad, and he died because uh, you know, he was fucking with a fish. And that happens. But somebody called me and said, stop talking about Bindi. And I'm like, I'll talk about myself as much as I want. And yeah, still want cock even when it's bleeding. Sometimes, oh, I can't even do it on <laughs> That's video. dedication. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just introducing herself to a whole new audience. Just got to know where he's, she stands. Here's the basic bullet points. Yeah, bullet points is <laughs> always getting fucked in the cunt. Russell Crowe fucks me mum. Then he comes into my room, fucks me and the cunt. Some got huge cock. So, a lot of pain. But, you know, I'm like me dad. I'm tough as a cunt. You can fuck me cunt hard. And I'm, you know, blood all over you. Russell Crowe covered in blood. Look like a fucking axe-wielding maniac. And I'm like, get in there, Crowe, you cunt. Dig deeper. You know? My dad said, never give up. Don't be a bitch. So that's why I do that. Wow, so what was it like watching yourself uh, do Bindi for the first time? That- that's what made me do it, because it, <laughs> it doesn't match at all. It makes no sense yeah. at all to me. I'm tripping out. It's weird. <laughs> you don't actually look a bit like Bindi Irwin. And Cher, you mentioned? Uh-oh. I believe that I am in love. I love the show, I'm a huge fan I really can't get enough of the show, yeah Cher actually in the news, believe it or not I'm always in the news Kavan I had sex with Tom Cruise when he was underage I should probably go to jail I'm a rapist, yeah Did she really? Did Cher date? A 15-year-old Tom Cruise? No, no. Cher made that up because she's loose as a goose, but she did fuck Tom Cruise that, when that he I was believe, young as fuck. That I believe is true. But she, I think he was like, you know, 20. She was Hollywood's leading cougar in the 1980s. She fucked all the young guys. Yeah. 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 All the big stars, mm-hmm. she bu- she got them first. Tom Cruise, Richie Sambora, Air Supply. Fuck you, dude. There was, wait, there's, she fucked Brad Pitt. She fucked. Yeah. Like, name him. Let's see. So the story on her... Uh, Michael Jackson. Did she? Do you think? No, I don't think so. Do you think so? She was around him a lot. I think when you were around Cher, you had to fuck her. That's the rule. Let's see. Her former flames include both Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. That's I knew it. Val Kilmer. There you go. Iceman. Ice. And uh, elsewhere on the list, Sonny Bono, of course, yes. Greg Allman. That's a 70s one. Gene Simmons. Respect oh. yourself. Yeah, but it was when he was stadium Gene Simmons. I don't know how I feel about this list. It's also got Bagel Boy on it. Who's Bagel? What? Oh, wait, that's not cool. Damn it. I hate that wait, guy. Wait, that little guy that fights people? That means the manager Is there more put than it one on Bagel Boy? I hope not. Uh, maybe that's like a <laughs> I think one was plenty. Yeah. It's like a failed early Marvel movie that we never knew of. 
let's see, David Geffen, Greg Allman. Who the heck are you? Maybe is that like Greg Allman's son? Did she just work her way through the family? She's with some young guy here. Yeah, Cher, and I think we hit most of the the real highlights. I'm sure there were some flings scattered in as well. But Cher is in the news because Kavan, a 36-year-old overweight Asian elephant who was known as the world's loneliest elephant, is she shot him. No, she serenaded him. She, uh, his partner died in 2012, and he was in an abusive zoo situation in um, Cambodia or wherever he was they got him back to Cambodia and she had been a vocal advocate for his return to his homeland on social media and upon his return she stood there and she serenaded him with a song from Dumbo does 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 the elephant the know that he's being serenaded oh, no so what the fuck are you doing maybe she just gotten off the plane wouldn't and he rather still like hopped up on like a whatever subs, she flies like with? a sandwich or something yeah like, honestly, the elephant, what would you appreciate more? A serenation from Cher or, like, seven meatball subs? What about if Cher just gave her seven million, seven, like, uh, just kept giving him subs? Yeah. Meatball subs. Right. Peanuts. Yeah. Peanuts. I like those. Water. Peanut subs. Yeah. You know what? How about I, a friend that's I know, not fucking Cher? How about I know an that... elephant friend? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> she should buy her an elephant friend. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> she still sings like that too there's video of it going around can't say i'm familiar with the dumbo soundtrack hey elephant i believe i bought you a friend you guys can have elephant sex just don't fuck him in the bottle <laughs> i hope she didn't sing that racist crow song That'd be a bad Dumbo selection. Wait, Dumbo has a racist song? Yeah, there's some problematic shit in Dumbo. Who watches Dumbo when they don't have kids? Ugh. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's definitely one of the movies that when they threw it up on Disney+, Plus, it came with a disclaimer. It's like starting an episode of Jackass. There's a surprising amount of disclaimers oh, yeah. on Disney+. Disney Disney's got Plus a rough, rough history. Oh, that's because <laughs> they're from the olden days, and in yeah. the olden days, everybody was racist. Yes. Yeah, yeah they didn't know any better. Yeah. Well, they ought to have, but they did not. Well, I yeah. remember when I was a kid, uh, my dad's friends would always teach me Aboriginal jokes. Yep. I, and 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 mentally challenge. Uh, what is it called? I got taught a lot of Aborigine jokes and a lot of um, epileptics. Yes, epileptic right. jokes. Right. And the worst was, of course, reserved for the epileptic Aborigines. They, they I know an <laughs> epileptic Aboriginal joke. Yeah. yeah. No respect for those guys. Probably not going to make it on the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably save that one for Patreon. Same. Well, speaking yeah. of things that might not make it on YouTube. Yeah. Kevin's so, back in dramatic fashion. So I got a, oh yeah, shout out to, um, to Salt, Bugger Salt. Shout out to Bugger Salt. These guys uh, reached out to me when I got fired and said, hey man, Sorry about we, we that. It'll cheer you up. Yeah, yeah. Here's a bug assault gun, and they're right. It did cheer me up. My son shot me a couple of times, and it put a smile on both of our faces. But here at the Jason Ellis Show, we're not amateurs. People might not know because we're new to you guys, but we've been in the pain game for some time. Uh, and when we go, we go hard. We go so hard that it's not it's it's not on TV. There's not even a video of us. Remember when we all got uh, bit by an eight foot anaconda? Oh yeah, we got yes. bit. I got bit on the back of the head by an eight foot anaconda. We don't have video of that. We just have photos. 
we do a lot of stuff to be entertaining. So today, we're going to be using the bug assault in the most entertaining way possible. And that is a close range shot from behind to the nuts. So for you The testicles. Who? The testicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the testes. Yeah, aka the scrote bag. So a lot of people don't know the bug assault gun does have a bit of a spray. It's like a shotgun. It kind of like, you know what I mean? Because it needs to catch the fly. Flies zig and zag. So it sprays and it gets the fly, takes care of it. So there could be some salt that might go, you know, other places. But I'm definitely going to be aiming close. I have a laser sight on this. You got a scope. I got a scope. So this is lasered. And you'll see right on. Oh, shit. You can aim for individual testicles. Yeah. I could get one nut, not the other one. You could tell me which nut you want shot. Let's aim for the seam. Let's go right, right down in the, the middle. middle. <laughs> I respect a guy that wants both nuts. All right. Yeah, give each, give each one a taste. All right, so, um, Tully, you should be... come over here and yeah. get a video angle right, of it. Yeah. Let's get this shit off the table. Oh, yeah. we got to clear off a little space. So I'm going to be, like, presenting yeah. on all fours. Okay. Let me prepare my nuggets. Oh, and anus. Let me see here. I'm trying to do my best to... Oh, fuck. I don't think this headset's going to reach. Uh, we'll figure it out. Okay. So, I got to pull. Can you pull the pull the box over to your side so the cord's longer? Oh, good call. There we oh, go. You can extend the cord. I can't extend... Oh, I, you need the headphone both. I apologize if you see my anus when I do that. Um, okay. Now, this is... Can you pass me, Michael, or are you going to film it from... This is some maneuvering we're not used to doing because we didn't have to worry about censoring my lady bits, you know? Yeah, but now we're on video. I know. That's why I'm trying I'm trying to, like, uh, not show anything that I shouldn't get us in trouble. Okay, so my nuts are out. Let's see. All right, where am I looking here? Oh, God, I'm You're gonna fucking You're going to look at my camera over there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Make your butt look at us. Yeah. All right, I got to – I got to – I don't like looking back at it. This makes me uncomfortable. I like how he's more faced at Tully than me, so Ooh. I don't have to see it. You got some, you got some pretty big balls, dude. Thanks. Congratulations. My Wait. penis, my oh. penis is not having a good day. I've already been scoped. Oh, oh no. Gotta, are you going slow mo or are you going normal? What are you laughing at back there? You know what? I have a regular video. All right, I'm gonna get slow mo. Okay. I gotta make sure everybody gets this. All right. You can't see my anus, can you? No. Regrettably, no. All right, go on no, that's a good thing. <laughs> I know, this is like I, I'm kind of bummed out Like what is happening to my life <laughs> Oh, I feel great <laughs> when you laugh, I feel awesome Hey, when you laugh, your nuts <laughs> move <laughs> 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 Oh, man Oh, his nuts are going in there okay. Oh, fuck, okay uh, Where am I looking? Which camera am I looking at? I guess it doesn't matter. This one, Fuck it. This one, this one. Okay. I'll just do kind of a tight shot. I'm rolling. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's on safety. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> He's making you sweat. Yeah. That was close. Oh! 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 <laughs> oh! Oh, it gets worse! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> How is it? Give me another one. All right. Oh! Oh! Oh, that one was worse. Oh! 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 
my fucking nuggets. Oh. <laughs> wow. Some people pay good money for this. Yeah, that's. <sighs> man, that's. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Wow, good work, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> see what sucks? Ah. Is it fucking. I've been shot with this son of a bitch before, and it. it it's no picnic. Because it, it does create wounds. Like, it breaks the skin. And then your wound is immediately salted. Yeah. And it takes it takes a couple seconds before, because you get the first blast of the, ooh, that sucked. And then you get the sting of the salt. Oh, man. Ow. Wait till you see your balls. You're going to be so excited. Oh, man. Yeah, you have nothing to be ashamed of ball-wise, at least. Yeah, great balls, dude. Yeah. yeah. Jason, you mentioned you've been experiencing some job-related shrinkage. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that I feel like I had I got old man smell. Oh, no, that's the other thing I got. Yeah. I've told you about the I smell different before fights. It's a fear smell. Fear smell. Fear, the smell of fear. I smell like fear. Yeah, I'm obviously in some sort of primal survival mode where, you know, on a gut level, you realize, okay, shit, you used to kind of just show up for work and do your thing and money just showed up and you didn't, you know, everybody worries about money, but you don't really have to worry about it. Now, dance, motherfucker, dance. And yeah. Like to the extent that I got into the shower today saying, hey, buddy, the last couple times you've taken a shower, you washed your pits and they still smelled when you got out. So wash them real, real good because I'm going to be with you guys, even though Kevin has the hazmat suit on and (laughs) he's perfectly protected from me. And I scrubbed them as good as I possibly could. And I got out and they still smelled and I had to use the hand soap. I had to take like a gas station shower to finish it off. Oh, my God. I have had I have had that because I discovered that when I fought Kyle Kingsbury the second time that I'm like, wait a minute, I smell something that I smelled the last time. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. you're fucking terrified. This is the fear. sweat of fear. Yep. And then knowing that I could smell that from being let go at Sirius XM, I made a pact with myself. Like, I am very lucky th- that I moved to the water before I got fired. Um, but, you know, when I when I left skateboarding to start radio, there were times there where I had, you know, long conversations about what it's going to take and to, to, you know what I mean, get ready to have more drive than you could ever imagine to get where you need to go. And it's been a long time for me to have this feeling where it's like a real, it's like an adrenaline rush. Yes, you know what I mean? Is, like the, the, I am alive right. with, with, uh, with creativity and, and, and power and energy. Like if I'm tired, it doesn't mean shit to me. Like if I'm sore from working out or I'm tired, Versus what I was sore and tired two weeks ago, this I'm I'm so energized right now. I'm not I'm not well rested. I just need this to work. I have to get it to work, and it's made me uh, less worried about my heart condition. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck about wangling around, uh, kicking my legs in the ocean. Come at me, all of you sharks, all sharks, fucking come at me. I don't care about any of it. I only, I don't, I haven't spent one moment going, oh man, I hope I don't have a heart attack today. Unlike two weeks ago where I was like, fuck, yeah. that's coming. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that. I only give a shit about this show being super successful and everybody downloading it. That's all I care about. It's weirdly kind of thrilling in yeah, a way. It's I know. crazy. And it's sickening when you, when you're saying that, I'm like, you're almost um, offending me. Yeah. Because we could be fucked, Michael. I know. But I am a hundred percent in agreement with you. I also feel the same way. I feel like this is I you know Brennan Sharp is a guy that I have not always trusted. But when it comes to this where he's like, dude, trust me, 
this is gonna you're in three years from now you are going to be laughing and i'm like why would he say that you know like why would he just make that up uh, he's he's even if he's like on the smallest scale of laughing i'm gonna be laughing because his scales are huge mm-hmm. so i just i worked on believing it i watched uh yol romero say that thing again if you believe you can do anything yol romero and yol- in, all of a sudden we're bosom buddies right i know right but it's but it's well, poopy, a guy. Poopy pants Romero. But it's a guy that was in the Olympics and he's <laughs> and and then made it into MMA at the highest level in his forties and has the most amazing body a human can have, and that's his mind. His mind made that body and his mind made that athleticism go to the levels that it's got because he believes. Sure, he lost the t- he didn't get the title. But he had he's had more title shots than anybody, and he's still the most feared guy that anybody goes up against in MMA. Just because he got fired from the UFC, I feel terrible for whoever is facing him in whatever organization. Oh God, I didn't that he signs that. with. And it is a fucking death wish. You're going to die. And it's not even going to be Bellator, right? No, they dropped. They didn't want to do it. Yeah, I think people. Did a PLF. I think a lot of people it's are bare feel, knuckle. People pe- are saying people are feeling the crunch everywhere. Dana White said he's cutting 60 people. I know there's a bunch of UFC fighters that are shitting themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's happening to everybody, but yeah. this is, this is and, and once again, I'm going to feel sick. This reminds me of times where I've ma- I was making a, a, a coffin for my little brother, and I'd already done a coffin for my dad the year before, and we were bolting skateboard trucks on the side for handles and somebody made a joke and we were laughing and we were in the garage around my brother's fucking uh coffin laughing hysterically and i remember looking into my friend's face and laughing with him about something and i never felt so crazy in my life because i was like i've never been so destroyed and i'm genuinely laughing right now like i really am Laughing about whatever it was. I can't remember what the fuck it was, but I remember feeling this is what it's like to be an insane person mm-hmm. where you could be that low and still that high at the same time. Yep. Which reminds me of this because it's, this is, but this, the difference is here. Actually, there is no difference. The attitude is what's going to get me out of it. You know, like I told my wife, this things are bad. We're stressed. Everyone, we're, we're freaking out. But I'm like, don't freak out. Like, I just, I just know that it's all going to work out. I believe that it's going to work out. There's just no other way for me to see it. And I believe it so much that I don't smell like fear today. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I smell like victory. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see any bad. I only see a lot of work ahead and that's never bothered me. Yeah. I never, it's I'll exci- do it's all exciting to have a new project too. Yeah. It I'm really excited is. to have my own studio. Like nobody can take this away from me. Well, landlord could, but <laughs> did I mention everybody download the podcast? Good, great. Make make sure I get that out there. A bunch of things have been going on, obviously, since last we were all speaking to one another on air. Uh, Greg Norman, the shark. Yeah. His. Have you heard about his Instagram? No. Oh, really? Oh, I'm shocked you didn't. I see. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people. A lot of people have reached out to express very warm thoughtful wishes and a lot of people have sent me pictures of greg norman's dick uh 
pronouncedly protruding from his swimwear while oh, yeah. he walked on the beach with his dog. He's got a fucking thunder dick. Look at that thing. I mean, that's not exactly it, but yeah. Yeah, what's... Wait, did he post that? Yes. <laughs> he knew. And, he's, and he's flexing his abs. He knew. Of course fuck he knew. Hey, no, get the you fucking costume. When you have a bulge, yeah. Like if I'm a if I'm a little bit chubbed and I have that going, innocent civilians see it. Yeah. When like I've been at the airport before and someone's totally doing that. Wait, is it swinging in that photo? Good for him. Uh, that might just be a bulge in the pocket. That oh. would be a, a very weird oh. swing. I was like, God damn, dude. <laughs> you are the, carrying. Jason, the knob is underneath his wallet oh, in okay, his side sorry. pocket. Okay, now I, yeah, okay. Do you think he like chubbed up before this or does he just swing that soft? I mean, did Or is he thinking horny thoughts and we he had have, a half one? I mean, I, I don't want to talk about my dick, but there's, there's good days and bad days. Yeah. And if you're doing okay, then that's what it looks like. He's I mean, look at that dog. Even the dog is like, are you fucking he's kidding me? He's looking at it, huh? Throw it, throw yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Good no, for he, him, he was man. having a good day and he's obviously doesn't have any underwear on and the swimsuit feels good and he's out in the sun and he's goddamn Greg Norman and he's got a six pack and he's 65 years old and swing, swing, swing. Let me swing. ask you this. Yeah. 25 year old girls, do they find that attractive? You know what? Katie, do you find that photo of the shark attractive in like knowing that he's 60 in his 60s? Is he fuckable because of that photo? Wait. Wait. A dad D? Yeah. Talk again. That would make him a daddy. He's a fetish. Yeah, he's hot. Okay. He's fuckable. Okay. He's fuckable. Yeah, he might be the world's most fuckable 65-year-old man, like, on the marriage. You just can't say 65, because I think that there's a lot of young people just judging by my dating apps. Mm -hmm. You, When you're 40... You're on the list of people don't fuck people above 40. Right. But if you don't put your name there and you don't look 40, people fuck you. Did that. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I, you know, I tell them, but I think I got them on the hook because they didn't know that I was almost 50. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> By the time they get here and they go, wow. Yeah. So how old am I? Ever? I have something to tell you. I remember when Michael Jackson's thriller came out. <laughs> 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 I've been cryogenically freezed. <laughs> I'm actually 75. I still consider Brian Johnson the second singer of ACDC. I feel, yes. I feel like if we're going to have sex, you deserve to know that. I, I grew up drinking with Angus. So I'm just saying that if you somehow don't know who Greg Norman is, and it was shocking to me, my wife doesn't apparently know who Greg Norman is. Even when I explained it, she's That's like, insane. doesn't ring a bell. If he's just him and he sidles up to the bar he's walking with his dog and he stops to grab a drink at a seaside resort and he is 65 he doesn't need to announce that he's 65 but you don't know who he is it's oh, his just... head's telling you he's 65 exactly i think he's the most fuckable dude in the world putting aside this guy who's got a billion dollars or this guy who's a famous movie star just putting aside reputation if that girl doesn't know who this dude is he's just greg norman 65 years old pulling up to the bar he's the most fuckable uh, senior citizen in the world. I think the big thing is though he's he's gonna walk up to the bar with no shirt and half chub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he's just going there straight from this photo. Because I feel like when girls see a man with abs and a and a large dick, yeah, they're halfway there. Yes, you know it's kind of right. like if we see a body on a chick's, you know, she's hot. Mm-hmm. 
you, you can't deny it. You know, you, it doesn't like matter to me what her LPGA credentials are at that point. I know, right? Right. God, we're terrible. Right, but I'm saying it's it is the abs and it is the swagger and it is the dong. But then it's also he starts talking to you about the Chardonnay that actually I've got a vineyard and he does. what do you do for a living? He's well, I do I do a lot of things now, but I mainly retired. And he waits until the third day to be like retired from almost winning the Masters twice. Yeah, yeah, from being one of the biggest golf legends. Not to mention people are going to go, oh my god, it's the shark. Yeah, like she's going to everywhere hear that. you go, yeah. and you got the accent. Oh mate, yeah, exactly. Chicks love that fat I'm a dick. I'm a shark. Yeah, let's check out me abs and me fat cock, bitch. <laughs> get in there, you know? It's a shark. I'll love you. Yeah, I'll fucking love you for a minute. <laughs> Let me get back to the missus, though. Ridgey Ditch. <laughs> in other news that we have missed, speaking of celebrities of a certain age, I don't know if you know this or not, Madonna had never gotten a tattoo. She was completely untattooed until... She's more of a henna tattoo person. She probably was more of a henna she tattoo a lot of hand henna person. Henna. And yeah, up on her Instagram, I think she's she's the shark sage, right? Yes. Wait, this is a ridiculous amount of effort for a ta- wait. Oh, she got her daughter's name. It's kind of. It looks like it's done with a ty- typewriter. It says it's supposed to be. She loves typewriters these days. Wait, LR. What is that? What does L- that say? Is that her license plate? <laughs> is there a kid? What is it called? Lordes or some shit? Her kid is Lordes, but she has. So that's how you spell Lordes? No. No, it sure isn't. She has more than one kid, though, so I wonder if... Oh, so it's like... H-R-M-S-E? It's all the kids? Oh, didn't yeah, Didn't she adopt a whole bunch? Yeah, yeah. Is that one for everybody? Little African kids. She's got the whole band on there, huh? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah, that's a shit tattoo. She well, does love... What the, what the fuck is the point of that, you know? Something to post on Instagram? Yeah. I guess so. Elsewhere in... How does she get to get tattoos? I know, right? What's up with that? It is kind of strange to me. I mean, I know we're all sitting here doing radio right now, but when you just see people of a certain kind of social caliber on Instagram or whatever, and it's just like they're not living in the same world that we're living in. It's like, look who just showed up at my house that I started making out with. Like, Huh? I just feel like there's there's not a whole lot less pictures of celebrity and just like Instagram type celebrities where it's like, oh yeah, I'm just in the hot tub with so-and-so we're doing IG live right now. And it's like, did you, do you, do you like, do you, can you not get coronavirus if you live in Calabasas? Like, I don't know, man. I try to stay out of that stuff. Yeah. It's pretty easy for me when you don't have, you got kids. So people don't want to hang out with people that have kids. True. We're awful. Yeah. We're like not fun. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, pretty antisocial. Yeah. Um, I don't really like long conversations with people, you know? Or even medium-length ones. Yeah, yeah, I like short ones. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd like it. I'd say I'll tolerate a short one, but yes, a medium and yeah. a long is definitely not lo- as something I'm looking for. Yeah, if at the end of this conversation you give me coffee and I give you like <laughs> $3, yeah. those are the kind of conversations I'm hey, into. I didn't explain the studio story. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this Kevin Undergaro guy... Mm-hmm reaches to me i go come out and have a meeting with him and he shows me his studios and how his studios are now uh irrelevant because nobody can fucking go in there and use them mm-hmm. and <clears throat> he recommended that we you know we could do this studio here or i could go there and use his studios and deck out one of those and he had a bunch of stuff flying around and he knew a guy good friend of his that he could fly in to build the studio so steve 
gets flown in and has been at my house for the last five days building this studio and then Lance has come and help with the videos there's two more cameras that come tonight or tomorrow so we'll have four cameras and just Steve's been buying new parts and things that connect to the old devices to make us work in the podcast world and to make zoom come up on a tv there's all these things that I talked about having on the Jason Ellis show at Sirius XM that are in this studio the first day. There's, all, you know, like, uh, I don't know how many times when we were on Zoom, people were like, Jason, you realize your YouTube is just your laptop microphone. We can't hear anybody. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't have anybody here to do it, and I don't really care. I work for Sirius. So I'm... I'm a part of the team that I've always wanted to be a part of. The I got an idea, let's do it. Like that's the new team. There's no. I'm not waiting for a phone call from anybody. I'm like, that's an awesome idea. Let's do it. Yep. The end of the conversation. Yep. Well, this setup's beautiful. It's amazing. So yeah. So yeah. Kevin Undergaro, like, and Steve, Steve, all the shit that they have done all night, working late in the hours making this look so fucking amazing. Um, I will be forever in your debt, obviously, because this is, this is the biggest, you know, for us to come back and look like this. I'm not trying to say fuck you to anybody, but it's a fuck you if you try, if you thought, yeah, fuck you guys, you're done. Uh, it's a big fuck you to that person because we're nowhere near done. Kind of looks like we're about to come back with a vengeance. Might even be the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it? That uh, Floyd Mayweather Logan Paul fight is happening. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like when the shark showed his dick, Michael, mm -hmm. and then Logan Paul fought Floyd Mayweather. Messages come my way when you when it's when a gimmick guy yeah is gonna fight a real guy. Uh -huh. It's almost like if a if if tomorrow in the news they discovered the biggest great white shark in the history of the universe. Guess who's getting the DM about the biggest great white shark in the universe? You'll have that scoop. That's how I get it. So, yes, everybody, Logan Paul, Jake Paul. Yep. The fantasy, because I have people that know those guys that have reached out, is to fight on an undercard with those guys against somebody else and then maybe working my way into fighting one of those guys. But I know that Logan Wait, what? Paul, that's what I'm trying to do. To fight a Paul. Yeah. Okay. But first you have to get on in their good books and fight somebody on their undercard and then call one of those guys out and then maybe you get a shot. But to me, I was contemplating because Logan Paul follows me. I was just, and he said that we would, he wanted to work with me. So I was just going to do like a, um, like ask him, like, let's fight. I'll go on your podcast. You can go on mine. Like, uh, you know, fight me for it. Like make up something like if I win, then I get to go on your show. If I lose, fuck me. Whatever right. it is you want to do. Right. So I know he's up to scrap. I know he's up to fighting people. He's and he needs sparring partners. So I figure I just get it, get out there and 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 get in their faces because they are they are doing what I was doing. They're just way bigger. You know. Yeah. If he, I had put had the, he put the offer to you like over a year ago, right? In person. Yeah. Yeah, and he has, seems seems sincere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he has sparring partners that are that I've sparred with. So we're all, you know, they don't play around though. I know that. 
you know, sparring means we're getting concussions. But at this point, his, his his camp, you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're if we're messing around, they're still they're like, remember when uh, we used to go to Justin's and train? They're at that level where I was, where I didn't know any yeah. better, mm-hmm. and yeah, I smashed everybody in the face that ever got in the ring with me, right? Because I didn't know that that was like cool or uncool. It was just we're boxing, right? Yeah, boxing means full full speed, right in the face, right? Like yeah. that's because that my coach told me that's what it was. And now I'm like, oh man, just sucking everybody in the job as hard as you can when you're a sparring partner. That's actually frowned upon. Yeah. It turns out there's some downsides to that. Yeah. If you're trying to get some work and it's just a brawl, you're not getting any work. You're having a street fight, right. you know, with, with using your boxing skills, but you're, you're not learning anything. And that spa- sparring means you're working with each other. Unless you got fight camp and you know, I mean, you're a week out and your last week of sparring, then yeah, you're, you're fucking going for it. And the person who's going with you totally knows that, that it's serious shit. But most of the time we're like, it's like iron sharpens iron. People say that. Yeah. That means, that means you're helping each other, not and helping each other. Doesn't mean like fucking if I wait and then just smack you in the face as hard as I can. Yeah. What'd you learn from that? You know what I mean? You don't even remember what happened. So it's not a good idea, but I would do that for these guys because I would do anything for the show like i'll fight both of those dudes at the same time if they're like yeah here's the deal you have to fight us both at the same time then you can be on our shows i'd be like do you want me to meet tomorrow because i'll just be here i, I already got care. my gloves on i'm like manny pack yeah i'll just walk around with them <laughs> on. show up with a cape like, and a couple like, of fucking wretched bitches behind me <laughs> manny pacquiao in a in an indian casino ad i am fucking Man, ready to I go i just want to pretend i'm manny pacquiao in a casino ad every time i fight somebody from now i just get like a shitty robe shitty big gloves and just bring a lot of catering <laughs> yeah gigantic <laughs> crab legs everywhere you go <laughs> Just a long table with crab legs as far as the eye can see. So I guess the one thing that most people are curious about who, you know, care at all about boxing as a sport about this Mayweather-Logan-Paul fight is, you know, we would presume that Floyd Mayweather could and should win this fight. We would presume that he should win rather easily, but in the later stages of his career, has obviously not been known as a knockout artist if he doesn't knock him out. Is that in and of itself a moral victory? Connor wasn't exactly; he was TKO'd, wanted to keep going. He was he was getting knocked out for sure. But you know, you know what I'm saying. They didn't have the picture of of Connor unable to get up yeah. for the, the ten count. You know, which Will, is kind of bullshit. What do you mean? I agree with Connor that he should have. They should have let him be finished. Right. I agree. You come, I agree. You come to fight to the death, and that's what everybody's here for. Yeah. Right. And, if, and, and Connor if he, would take no shame. Yeah. He would have no shame, and you can post all the photos you want. Connor wants to be finished. Mm-hmm. Properly, I agree. I agree, and and you deserve that. I believe they deserve that. Yep. And yeah, I don't think Mayweather has the power to um, knock out uh, Logan in one in one shot, but he is going to gas him, and then when he's tired, there's only so much a man can take. And when you don't see several of them, which is what's going to happen, you're going to get knocked down. Like Floyd Mayweather can totally knock out a 220 pound man. Yes. It's and and as a guy that sparred smaller people in my earlier career, um, you're not gonna you're not gonna get shit. Like I used to think, I'm like, man, little guy, and you know, go easy, and Justin be like, go as hard as you want, dude. And I'm like, oh fuck, really? And then it's a constant. As soon as you throw, they step under and they're standing behind you. 
So as soon as you turn to face where they are, they face. punch you in the face and then they step around again. So all you, all Logan Paul's going to do is he's going to throw and then turn around and get hit. Then he's going to throw and turn around and get hit. And then it's going to be real apparent real quick that this is what it's... This is why I like this fight. Everyone's shitting on it because it's a YouTube celebrity. I'm like, man, I, fucking... That's normal people against pros. It's fun. Of course. Stop trying to ruin it. Like I, a lot of my like real fighting friends. Oh man, you know what I mean? Like uh, I, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm. Uh, what is it called when you won't? When you're against you? What boycott? Yeah, I, I'm boycotting it. Are you? And I'm like boycott. Why? Yeah. Cause man, it's like how could Mayweather do this? Bringing this guy into the game, and I'm like, dude, you get first of all, your game sucks. It's barely watchable. Like. What is it? Spence fight last weekend. I mean, that guy's fucking gnarly, but half of the half of the world doesn't even know who that he is. You only know, you know, Pacquiao and fucking Canelo still. Like you don't even know of the new guys because it's UFC has sucked the the caring. Unless you're a hardcore boxing guy, you don't know who uh, any of those people are. No, it's that wasn't a big fight last weekend, and it was a big fight. Right. It was like a, these the, these two were the best of the best. It's really a testament to how great boxing is as a spectacle and as a sport that it's still around at all. Because the powers that be, the people that could have grown the sport or taken advantage of the sport to enrich themselves, have done everything to fuck that sport since I yep. was a child, at least. Because yeah, it's a giant corporation. It's and 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 it's a corporation that doesn't care. There's an older person that doesn't have the fuel that Dana White has. Dana White thinks the same thing we think about this show. All or nothing. A hundred thousand percent when I wake up. What's going on? Who's gonna get the fight? I'm excited about the fight. Who are we gonna arrange to get the fight? Fuck that guy, he's fired. Like Dana White is enthusiastic about every day arranging fights for the UFC. He just grabs a couple of P fives and hits the road. <laughs> <laughs> You never know what he's going to do, Michael, but he will have some P5s. Have in him plenty of protein. Don't worry about that. I, can I do a plug? I got to do. A, I can do a read, right? I can do a read because I got spot. Stay classy meats, everybody. If you use the code Alice, but you can go. This is a. I talked to the guys at Stay Classy Meats. I've been eating it for a couple years. Yep, it's been a, a while. But these guys send free range meats, which means it's. And people might not know this, but. When you get a burger, I hate to crap on people, but when you get a burger from the burger store or you get chicken from the Chinese restaurant or whatever that is, it's usually full of some stuff that um, is is not that healthy for you. It's got a bunch of other poisons in it, stuff that isn't just the raw the raw meat, and it's a lot of uh, the they don't eat grass. They eat um, shit food, so you get shit meat. So you're not getting the nutrients that you should be getting. This meat is kind of like, you know, when fighters, they want to eat elk and all that stuff because it's the pure meat. These guys have chicken, they have bacon, they have all the steaks, everything you could ever imagine, and you order it, and then it goes to your house so you don't go to the supermarket, so you don't get coronavirus, you just get a box at your house that you put in the freezer, and then you're off to the races. So, one... You're taking care of yourself. You're eating better meat, which makes you smarter, makes you more able to work when times are tough and people are getting let go. If you're up and you're ready to go and you're a little bit smarter, that paid off. Also, you didn't go to the supermarket because you know, and then fucking some, some wretched bastard didn't rub Rona on you. You just get the box to your house. You could pick it up with gloves and put it in your room, cut it open, and then wash your hands, put the food in there. There's no way you could get Rona this way. 
So stay classy meats have all that stuff. They got chicken sausages, but chicken sub free range chicken sausages. Yes. So I'm having every chicken dies, but does every chicken truly live? That's these guys do, Michael. So do the they got buffalo jerky. They got everything. So check it out. Um, is it stayclassy.com? Stayclassymeats.com, I think. But if you go on Instagram at stayclassymeats and you use the promo code Alice, you get yourself a fat discount and you get yourself some top quality meats delivered to your house. And and they're the first sponsor of the Jason L show. And that is a big deal because as of right now, we're not even a show. It's not out yet. So I already bigger, have man. a sponsor. So I appreciate those guys big time. A remarkable survival story in Australia. Yet another shark attack. Surprised nobody told me about that. Oh, really? Uh, people have been pretty busy telling me about their canceling subscriptions. So I they see. haven't got around to telling me about sharks. I appreciate it. So it's been a banner year for shark deaths in Australia, right? We talked it's about this right now. before, right? There's usually zero, one, maybe two. This year they're up to eight although the year is just about over. This guy did not die. He actually was able to swim to shore and then walk an additional 300 meters after suffering extraordinary injuries. He's out there surfing. He said all of a sudden it felt like he got hit by a truck. He said it bit me around my back, butt, and elbow. It took a chunk out of his board. He got a glimpse of the shark as it let go and disappeared. And so with a, guy, with his back. How's his butt? Okay. I would say that. I am not aware of this guy having lost any body parts. I don't even know how many stitches this guy got. So uh, obviously. Confused. How did he get a hold of his back and his butt and not take it with him? Just must have bounced off him when he went to bite. Like maybe, it was a failed chomp. Got maybe, a powerful ass. Either that or maybe he got like mainly bored. Right. And this guy was just collateral. But the crazy thing is so he swims into shore. And without a board, right? Without a board, and it's amazing that he did that. that. That's the biggest fear, right there. When you get bit and then you swim back, knowing <laughs> you know, dude, you got to think he's coming back. Yeah, right. You've just been in a shark attack, and now think about because it's a long swim back, man. Like that's yeah. probably five to seven minutes, and that would would turn into an hour if you were in a shark attack. Yeah, and then you get to the beach, and your fucking ass is dragging on the oh, sand behind God. you. Like, okay, is there photos of you, Scott? Like, how bad is? I he? don't have any photos of him, but he. The crazy thing is he wherever walked. he was surfing, yeah, he, he not only swam, when he came out of the water, there was apparently nobody there to help him, so he had to additionally walk to where his car was parked. <laughs> and then were there he, people there? Yes. At that point, he got some help from bystanders, an off-duty paramedic who was nearby, rushed to the beach in his own car to treat him. The man later received further treatment at a nearby um, hospital. They stabilized him on the side of the road, treated his injuries, managed his pain. The young man sustained serious lacerations, and uh, the injuries were consistent with a large shark bite. I don't know exactly what kind of shark. I don't know that he knows, but he never lost consciousness, and he was actually bullshitting with the paramedics while they treated him. Red Wow. They predict he will make a full, a full recovery. recovery. That's what I want. A full recovery. I want the exact same story. Fuck, you fucking prick. How much permanent disfigurement are you willing to sacrifice for that, though? Like, what if you bit off and half I, your ass? No. No, I've got a great ass. I'd be fucking devastated. Yeah. yeah. 
You can take my life, but you can never take my Don't ass. Don't take my ass. Yeah, yeah. I'm using that a lot lately. I, don't, I feel like that could be bad. Like if I pull my pants down, I have one ass cheek missing. Some people might not want to get down there anymore, and that's not cool. I can't have that. I'm more of a... I'd like to get bitten on the head. And have oh, like Jesus. Yeah, and have like a big, you know what I mean, crazy tooth marks through the, my face and maybe one dead eye. Right. Know? But not, I still have my lips and shit. You don't want to lose those. Yeah, I don't, wanna, I, don't like, I don't want to be like, yeah, that, ah, that can be ah, off-putting. Oh, wow, I just made snot come out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that on video? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I just uh, blew a snot rocket out of my face. <laughs> That's what, but that's what happens when a shark bites half your lip off. Snot comes out of your nose under your face while you're talking. No one's fucking you. No. But I would definitely take a... Uh, oh, I'd take the other... Um, the guy that I met that was attacked by the huge great white that I met in South Australia. He has the one where it bit him on the back. 16 foot great white bit him from behind. So he had the scar down his arm. The tricep. Yeah, down right, to but, the side. but he has his full range of his arm. He just has... Crazy scar down here and then a crazy one through his belly where he said the wetsuit held his stomach in, otherwise it would have came out. Yeah. So it was just the 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 when you see the scar, you can tell that the shark its head was big enough for you to jump in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it bit him and took him to the bottom and chewed on him a few times. He has the greatest story. I've still yet to hear a story where I was yeah. uh more more impressed. There's never, I've never met a guy who told me a story where I didn't start looking up at him going, he, you might be the greatest cunt I've ever met. <laughs> like, I really could not believe this dude. Didn't get his ass either, right? No. Missed his ass completely. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Your skin is just a great big gut bag, really. Yeah, gut scars and are cool. He got a hole in his gut bag and so his gut started coming out. Yeah. Yeah, there's video. Like when they pull him out on the, out onto the boat. And the, you can, the wetsuit oh, is look, ripped me, open. It's me guts. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> me guts right there, mate. <laughs> Give me me guts back. Can you hold it? Well, Won't need those guts. I wonder how that guy's doing. He's probably dead. But it's not the shark that got him. Suck a butt, shark. Better luck next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we have time for one more quick story. Wait, and then we're done? I think so. Fuck, it's so weird. I know, right? Scientists like started. Have... Sure, I can't talk about Peter Malara or something? Be <laughs> 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 my guess. <laughs> Hey, if comfort and style is your bag, let it rip. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I'm happy I'm not doing that right now. Scientists have confirmed an entirely new species of gelatinous blob from the the deep dark sea. Scientifically, what's sort of noteworthy about this is no one has actually seen the thing. It's one of the few species I think that they've discovered strictly with cameras. It reminds me of my first wife. Wait till you get a look at this guy. It actually looks like... disappeared off the planet. Oh. To me, bit of a blob at the start. It looks exactly like if you made a turkey. That's not her. Out of, like, if you blew a bubble with bubble gum, and it somehow came out turkey shaped. It's got like a zipper mouth. The fuck is that thing? Am I looking at its fucking tits? What is or those eyes? What's that metal? No, I think that's the front of it. What the fuck? You know what, man? I don't trust deep sea. It gets weird. Down I reckon there. everyone out there is sorry to be deep sea racist, racist but. I don't trust you fuckers. No, there's sketchy that shit. Big, you see that big giant shark down there the other day? No. They found a fucking different kind of species of shark, mm. and he looked fucked up. Not oh, something really? that I would trust at all. Not like normal sharks. No. He seemed pressure and 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 cre- cre- like crabby. I would like to see this guy. Yeah, he seemed like kind of rotten and dead. Kevin, can you find 
but they like had a camera down there. You know, they have cameras down in the deep, deep yeah, sea. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then they're yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And they're like, "Some kind of new species shark, oh. ten times the size of." It's even bigger too. I know China's just built something. They've been they've been digging around down in the Mariana's Trench. Yeah, and did they find anything? No, so far they just found yeah. the Mariana. They're basically down there to find if they can dig for more oil and shit down oh, there. So yeah, they're not. Yeah. It's not so much of a um, tap the resources. Yeah, exactly. Suck this earth good and dry. Drink its milkshake. What happened to the um, solar patch things? We really we left that, huh? Oh, okay. Well, they're just they're exploring all options until we are able to rely the on. Fuck is that? I don't know. I'm trying to find the shark you described. Is that a fucking sea snake from deep in the sea? Oh, that's not even the one that I found. The fuck is that thing? See what I mean? I don't trust people down there. Oh, I don't think mine is real. You can't trust that guy. So it's funny that you mentioned that. What about solar power and all that? So for the time being, oil is just where we get a lot of power from. And so China's still looking for it everywhere. Yeah. But I saw a, a news story. I wasn't prepared to talk about it. China is building essentially a second small sun. Oh, good. Yeah. Because it's nuclear, it's not fusion, I think it's fission. In conjunction with a couple of other countries, they're making this thing. And I don't know where it lives. I don't think it goes up in the sky, but I don't know how we could keep a sun here on Earth. It would basically be this ball of energy that is completely clean. That just Because the sun is just constantly exploding. That's yeah. where he comes from. Our own little one that could just power everything forever. Nice. So they're working, yeah. They're, 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 they're using oil for as long as we need to use oil. And the day that... Sun 2.0 is ready to go. Oil is done. Black hole sun. Yes. Ooh. I want to see it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know if there's a thing. You can look up China's, China makes new sun, which is, man, it's a crazy, crazy world that we live in. As I've said many times, there are so many times my son, my eight-year-old son has asked me, hey, that thing from that movie, is that real? And I would say, if you'd asked me that question 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I would have said no. And now my answer is kind of. If you watch the Kinda. first Men in Black, they say that they got mini CDs. How do I get this? Now that I have to get the whole white album on a mini disc. Right. And I'm like, you guys fucked up. Everybody, nobody could we imagine. We would not have a mini. We don't even have mini. You st- you're so stupid. Mm-hmm. You just fucking download it, you dumbass. Yeah. Science fiction, and I know that there's exceptions. I'm not, a, I'm not a science fiction guy, but in large part, it does seem like at least the science fiction that made it into the mainstream, those guys thought of everything except the internet. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, they really fucked up on the internet. Yeah. That and smartphones. Was- in retrospect, not that hard to see coming. Yeah. Yeah, the whole touchscreen thing in front of you where you move shit, that seemed to be pretty easy. Everyone was figuring out that we were going to do that. They thought of FaceTime pretty much as soon as they had cameras. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they could do better. I'm kind of pissed cars are uh, not floating. Yeah, me too. I don't understand how uh, Luke Skywalker gets that car, and I don't. Oh, yeah. The Tatooine, the little yeah. the rover thing. Yeah. I mean, they got that. What's that fucking thing that they go in the swamps with and it comes on the ground? Oh, hovercraft? They got a hovercraft that was invented fucking 50 years ago. Yeah. Release the rubber shit and let's float, fuckers. Yeah. Like, what is going on? How come you you went to the moon? No, you don't go to the moon again for... I don't trust you guys. You're yeah. like deep sea people to me. Hovercraft to me are still wildly underexploited. I think they're very, very, very underrated. I've always wanted one. I mean, a golf cart will do, but if the show really picks up and everybody downloads it, I'm definitely going to get a hovercraft. When this show is sponsored by... Hovercrafts? Hovercrafts. We've made it. <laughs> You'll know we've made it. When I do a 15-minute read about... Uh, an Ellis discount code for your latest <laughs> hovercraft equipment. You'll know that we have done it. 
And we have done a show, ladies and gentlemen. We have done it. We've came. We kicked some ass. I don't know what we did. We did the show and we're happy to be back. And we really hope you all download it and tell everybody to download it so that we can get sponsored by Hovercrafts. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to... I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.